Hello, Billy Reeves here. Welcome to Goodbye 2020, a roundup of all the great K-Scope releases from this bizarre year. We'll hear from Godsticks, Mayana Semkina, Jonathan Halton, Edwin from Osric Tentacles, Thomas Anderson from Gaspacho, Gavin Harrison and Bruce Sword from The Pineapple Thief, John Gon, Dan Tompkins and Paul Draper from Manson. And also these chaps from this year's In Absentia four disc 100 page book deluxe edition here's a smidge of blackest eyes classic porcupine tree Smidgen of Blackest Eyes, Porcupine Tree to get us going from the 2020 reissue as a four CD set of the classic In Absentia. About a year ago, I was with the boys from Godsticks as they geared up for the release of their latest K-Scope album, Inescapable. Interesting name, isn't it? I think you're called Godsticks, right? Check me on that. Because it's like a reference to poo sticks. <laughs> where, where we're tossed, where we, where we as in human beings are tossed into the river by the deity. Well, we are merely godsticks in a race, in a human race, to see if we can get the other side That's of the river. The playthings of deity. Have I That's got that right? Got I, like, on, yeah, I like that. I couldn't have put it better. Yeah. So was, in fact, that's probably ended that discussion quite quickly because yeah. that is verbatim exactly what I was about <laughs> to say. I think I was, I was <laughs> to say that. 
I've let light into magic there. You are, in, in a sense. That is the new reason why we call it. We're just thrown into a river. Yeah, yeah as by deity to yeah. race and like in postings. That is now the new official reason right, why we okay. call God Stick, so I'm not going to read any should be two words then? <laughs>
denigrate God Sticks from Inescapable, which came out in February. And there's a great video for that, uh, which you can enjoy if you like rock and food being chucked about. The tour has been rescheduled, godsticks.co.uk. Mariana Semkina released Sleepwalking, the album, on February the 14th, somewhat appropriately. I went to a cafe with her in January, and we talked about that gap between getting stuff recorded and waiting for it to come out impatient yes everything in music industry revolves around waiting and i hate it so much and i clearly picked the wrong profession it was very nice to see those songs coming together while they were still fresh in my mind okay, yeah. and i just and i just love it when people involved in the process they're sort of on on one page with you on the same page with you and uh, they are so efficient that they manage to bring things to life before they bore you because you know i i move through musical material through experiences everything very fast so it's very easy to stop liking what you do if you give it too much time yeah Yeah, you, you just you're you're not there yet you're in a different state of mind you're up you're into new things already so (laughs) yes Simkina, Everything Burns, 
from Sleepwalking. As mentioned, also in February, the four CD deluxe 100 page book issue of Porcupine Trees in Absentia. So, an excuse to hang out with Colin Edwin, Gavin Harrison, and Richard Barbieri and ask them about that legendary Yes Tour support. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> So there was a bit of a bad vibe, you know, I mean, it happens sometimes with supports, but uh, I didn't enjoy it for a second, to be honest. Uh, it was a nightmare, <laughs> quite frankly. Doors opened at seven, we went on at half past seven, played to quarter past eight. Uh, in those days, more than social media, there were forums and chat rooms. Oh, course, yeah, yeah. And um, they said their fans, or oh, this is how we were told it, their fans were getting miffed that they couldn't do their three-hour set because we were eating up the time. So they said, right, tomorrow night, you're doing a half an hour set. And we said, okay. So we went on, doors open at seven, we went on at half seven, played till eight. And then they said, after a couple of nights of that, they said, all right, you're going on at seven. I said, well, that's when the doors open. (laughs) Yes. So I remember, clearly remember one night, the four, well, with Wes, of course, the five of us came out on stage and there was literally not one person. It was an empty room. And Steve turned around to me and said, when shall we start? And I said, well, I don't know. <laughs> then the doors opened and people trickled in. How, how long should we wait before we start playing? Because now we've only got 25 minutes. So we probably didn't start playing till 10 past seven. It was probably a place that held two and a half thousand and we played to a few hundred <laughs> bemused people walking in <laughs> i think at that point perhaps yes actually didn't want us to be their yeah. opening act they didn't want an opening act they were actually playing close to the edge in their classic sort of a repertoire with <laughs> al- almost yeah. a classic lineup and they all had separate dressing rooms and you could see the you know no the tour manager had to take notes between each dressing room <laughs> to see what set list they could agree on and you know, that's fantastic. And um, I, that's the way it always goes in the end. <laughs> um.
A real fan favourite for the ages, Porcupine Tree Trains. On to new stuff in March and Jonathan Hulton's uh, debut solo LP, Chance from Another Place. A very colourful, flamboyant artiste. Is he different on stage as he is off stage? The everyday persona and the stage persona. By the end of the day, they are one and the same. Two sides of the same coin. The performance is, in a sense, a means to achieve a union between the two. You could basically even put it like this. I am trying to become a better person by embracing my own weirdness. So the idea I'm trying to communicate is that performing for me is like a means of getting to know yourself better. So art is a good way of approaching your inner weirdness in a setting that gives space for that. Moonlight shines brightly Laying bare an unseen plan Of hopes and dreams that all had gone away I've seen promise in the dark Released from the shadows I bathe in time we never the mountain into the big red sun Standing on the mountain within the blood red sun mm-hmm. 
standing on the mountain within the blood red sun. The mountain, Jonathan Halton from Chance from Another Place. Not only a great songwriter and virtuoso guitarist, but also a terrific animator and illustrator so check out the animated videos that jonathan has done for the tracks from this album they really are beautiful in the summer solstice so we got a new single from osric tentacles edwin and the osrics have got involved with kscope with a vinyl reissue campaign but also some new stuff we've had an edwin solo album an osrics lp space for the earth in october and there'll be a tour in April and May. Osric's Electronic, which is Ed and his son Silas. Spoke to Ed on the phone right out in the wilds of Scotland, he was. It's been a long career, so I asked him, any regrets? Oh, well, um, I'm basically, mostly, I mean, I don't really regret any of it, to be honest. I'm, I feel very fortunate that I've been able to do my favourite thing for most of my life and be able to just about survive from it, you know. And uh, it's been basically fun all the way. I think, really. I mean, a few tragic things happen, as life does, you know, because it's been a few years. Um, but in general, no, the general feeling is a very warm, very friendly, thankful feeling. And I'm um, very happy to be still doing it, you know, with a whole new chapter unfolding.
the summer single Humboldt Current Osric Tentacles the album is entitled Space for the Earth into the autumn the new LP from Gaspacho Firework here is the wonderful Thomas Anderson to explain this first life form that managed to copy itself is our first common ancestor and that thing has managed to survive every single lifetime all the way up to you and me it obviously is still alive in us, so that so the album is about the instinct part of you. So it's it's the part that flinches when it hears a loud sound, even before you yourself. I mean, you can't control your flinching, or when you slip on the ice. Have you ever done that? Have you ever slipped on the ice and then your arms go out in these weird places because it, the body knows exactly how to balance you, and it does that before you even realize that you're slipping. And that means that whatever thing controls you can override you. Should be. 
to come Be lost in all the ways that I am not Won't you come Your idea life You're the pilot of a dream Fireworkers Firework, a gazpacho from the album of the same name. Their European tour has been rescheduled for the autumn of 2021. I'll see you all being well at the Islington Assembly Hall on the 17th of October. Beautiful venue, one of my favourites. Now in the autumn, we also heard new music from The Pineapple Thief and their album Versions of the Truth. So an excuse for a further chat with drummer Gavin Harrison. Now, Gavin has been involved with the creative process from the ground up. Now, normally, of course, a drummer interfering with the singer and the songwriter's creative process would be a little bit awkward, but not, it seems, with The Pineapple Thief. Here's Gavin. Bruce is a dream to work with because mm-hmm. he's got no ego. Yeah. So I can say whatever I like, including, oh, man, that that's crap. <laughs> that's yeah. right. And he goes, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, forget that bit. Or I say to him, uh, you know, I, I don't really like that intro, Bruce. It's It's really duff, so let's do something else. I've worked with other, particularly singers in the past, where if I, if I suggested to them that I didn't think their singing was good enough in that section, mm. or I thought the melody was duff, yeah, that would be, uh, be quite an uncomfortable conversation that <laughs> might really ruffle a few feathers. Um, you know, I once suggested to Bruce that I think he should get singing lessons to strengthen his voice. Yeah. I don't know any other singer on earth I could go to and yeah. I say, do you know what? I've got this idea. Why don't you have some singing lessons? I think it will really strengthen your voice. Bruce said, yeah, that's a really good idea. I'll do that. I wonder if it's because he doesn't think of himself or didn't think of himself as a singer. He thought of himself as a as a guitarist who sang, a songwriter who had to sing his own songs. And recently, I guess since he's gone pro, he's got to think, well, actually, I need to think of this the other way around. Yeah, I mean, none of it. I, I didn't mean it in any way no, uh, totally. derogatory yeah. to Bruce. I think his singing's great. I just noticed that when we did, you know, on the first tour, something like 11 back-to-back shows, yeah. his voice was struggling. And, uh, and um, I said, maybe a, a vocal coach could help you strengthen your voice so you can do more back-to-back gigs.
Yes, I knew this all along. I hurt you. Yeah, I've got demons. Yeah, I've got demons.
from the album Versions of the Truth. That's the Pineapple Thief and Demons. Great video for that. Check it out. Their tour, of course, was cancelled. Bruce Sword kept us entertained from his attic through the autumn. More about that a little bit later. John Gom signed to K-Scope in 2020. The virtuoso rhythmic percussive uh, guitarist and songwriter before we hear a track from The Faintest Idea, here's John's version of events re-signing to the label. I was just uh, pulled into the back of a van one time <laughs> when I was just walking down the street and um, was blindfolded and then just you know, drugged and woke up uh, a few hours later with a pen in my hand and uh, something that looked a little bit like my signature on the bottom of a piece of paper. In, in your own blood. No, I've, I've been kidnapped many times, but the record label <laughs> thing is a new thing for me. <laughs> I started out self-releasing, and I just kind of always thought that was the way to go. I'd heard so many horror stories through my life of people mm. signing record deals, and then um, their album just being shelved, for example. So they've made the album of their dreams, and... I think everything's going to be amazing and their album is just shelved or released with absolutely no marketing at all and uh-huh. that's it um so yeah i've always been kind of frightened of it f- for that reason and also i'm just naturally quite scared of right kind of being rejected as well yeah. so that's a honestly that's been a really big reason so yeah, yeah. fair enough natasha just helped me book some gigs um, and then that gradually kind of escalated and she's the one who actually yeah. made me and organised making videos for the first time and she made me do it and so that went really well and the videos became really popular and ended, we ended up yeah. travelling the world together so we've been to every continent in the world.
John Gon from the album The Faintest Idea. That's entitled Cocoon. He'll be back on the road as soon as possible. He has done some socially distanced gigs. It is really well worth seeing. In meantime, you can see the YouTube clips from his channel and, of course, on the K-Scope channel as well, the videos for the singles from The Faintest Idea. It really is as amazing on the eye as it is easy on the ear. Daniel Tompkins has recently released a new LP entitled Ruins. Here's Dan to tell us a little bit more. I'm a rhythm guitarist at best. Yeah. So, yeah. so I have, I've, got, I've got to write something that's easily playable if I'm going to do both at the same time. So yeah. That's one reason why, it, why, why I'm playing bar chords and such. Uh, but also I'm a massive fan of uh, early 2000s metal. So bands like Seven Dust and Deftones. And yeah. it just, it's just where I, I, I enjoy being really. Rock and roll was essentially invented to get people into barns drinking moonshine. And that's always, <laughs> I mean, that's always been the simpatico, isn't it? You know, you, you hire the venue, you're the turn in the same way that you, a juggler or a comic could be the turn. And the punters buy the tickets and buy the beer at the venue. Everyone's yeah. happy. What hap- yeah. what, but what, in a post-pandemic world, what, what's the future of, uh, what's the future of rock and metal? I feel like, people are gagging to go to live shows again so that right, that's okay, never yeah. going to go that's that's never going to go away people are going to want live shows but i do think it's pushed the creativity of artists to think outside the box and what else can they do yeah. outside of you know performing to a live audience because there's you know you, you're seeing people now being quite creative with yeah. um pay-per-view events mm. that are pre-recorded in isolated venues incorporating you know uh videography into live sets and having interactive cameras so the audiences can choose who they want to watch during yeah. a performance i think there'll be a lot more of that but i do think it, it will create issues with promote promotion of live events as well because if artists want to also go out on the road perform to people but also want to live stream their their, oh, their yeah. events because obviously 5g is going to be a thing soon so so actually live streaming shows could could be a, a real easy possibility for a lot of artists i think that will cause issues between promoters and yeah who gets and who, get, and, yeah, so and who gets who gets the dough
Daniel Tompkins featuring Matt Heafy from Trivium. That is entitled The Gift from the album Ruins. As mentioned earlier on, Bruce Sword kept us entertained with his songs from the Attic Live Sessions, the Sword Sessions, the fourth of which was released as a dark green vinyl entitled The Sword Sessions Volume 4. Just after he'd done the first one, I gave him a bell. How did you feel about um, communicating with people like that? Because obviously you're getting you're getting this sort of like constant stream of people texting you, especially you fool doing a re- doing a request show. Yeah. How, how does how's that? Because presumably some of them you know, some of them you don't. Your audience is quite disparate when it comes to geography. How how did you find that? It's it was really odd. I, I remember. Um, like talking in between songs, I'd be staring at my studio wall, <laughs> but I'm. Ta- but I knew that I'd be. Ta- I'm actually. I'm talking to people all over the world. But I, so I. So mentally, I was picturing all these people like standing in my room, so that. So yeah. it was almost naked. Like looking, yes, I guess it's like an actor has to act when they're doing green screens. You know, I'm looking at this ball, but actually, it's going to yeah. turn into a dinosaur or whatever. And um, so, I, I, but after a while, you actually believe it. And so it did feel, I did feel like, um, I think if you watch them back, you can see when, when I, in the first sort of 10 minutes, I'm like, oh my God, what is this? What am I doing? I'm on yeah, my own. Embrace just, them. Yeah. Embrace the madness. And man. then embrace it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. and like you say, when I, I, when, as soon as I started asking for requests, and then you see all these requests coming up, I don't even, I can't, I, I, oh yeah, I wrote that song, didn't I? Blimey, yeah. Right, this next track is from the All the Walls record. And it's one that, um, I don't know, if, if you come, anyone who comes to see us live will know that we've got our touring guitarist, George Marios, the Greek, fantastic guitar player. And he always goes on about this song. He wants to play it live. It's his favourite song. I think, well, he just always goes on about it. I'm going to play it now just to show him up. This one's called Someone Pull Me Out of Here. I don't know why I'm still down here waiting One more my love, one more Darby
Thank you very much. <clears throat> Hope you enjoyed that, George. The Pineapple Thief. Someone pull me out of here from the Sword Sessions, Volume 4. Also out quite recently, Marius Dudar from Riverside and his Lunatic Soul Project, a pastoral arboreal LP entitled Through Shaded Woods. So with that concept in mind, I asked Marius how he'd get on if he was away from the urban sprawl lost in a forest i'm a man of the urban chaos i'm i'm addicted to the internet to social media to all that and if i were to find myself right now uh, in the middle of the forest uh, away from everything and everyone i don't think i'd be very happy <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't be happy in the middle of the dark forest either you know H- however i was born in a small town surrounded by uh, beautiful forests and lakes and uh, I had lived there until I moved to Warsaw so I guess my interest in folk music comes from my childhood mostly perhaps one day I will complete the circle I, I will go back to the roots return to where I was born and uh, maybe I don't know maybe I will live in the cottage <laughs> by a lake or I'll take up uh, gardening <laughs> I don't know um, for now it looks like um, something that might happen in a very distant future because um, I like the urban chaos too much 
Lunatic Soul from the album Through Shaded Woods. That's Navi. That was the first single. And there are some videos up of the singles that were pulled from the record on the Lunatic Soul page on the K-Scope website. Right, before I depart with some Manson, thank you so much for supporting the K-Scope podcast, supporting the label, supporting independent music. Do please like, share and comment wherever you find your podcasts. I'd be most grateful. Right then, to finish with Manson from the career-spanning Massive Labour of Love box set, Closed for business from one of the four discs of demos. The Chad Who Loved Me, a brackets near final, a closed brackets. And just before it, of course, I had to ask Paul Draper, the main man, whether or not there would ever be a Manson reunion. See ya. All I can say is that uh, I did uh, Tim Burgess's listening party and we did mm. the two Manson albums on it and uh, I've just bumped into Andy Rathbone on there so right. on we, the Twitter yeah, uh, yeah right? on Twitter yeah. yeah so we've been having a few conversations about you know he'll ring me up and go oh I've got a box set I'm like, what, why don't we just go and sit round a table and have a coffee mm. with each other but Chad would probably think I could never get this back together but you, you if it ever happened it'd be an 18 month so you would and we'd have our set list and you, you would go a long time out and it's like riding a bike and he's never stopped oh, okay. playing he okay. came down here recently and we had a okay not an audition but just see if we could be in a room together and play together yeah. and we played through being a girl parts one and two and, wow. okay and so we thought okay we, we could we can play together but i'm going to keep that one close to me chest would you like to do it um, Same always, four guys. I'm always torn, torn, torn about it. If it was the four, if the if it was the four of us, and we could resolve our differences, or even just throw all the past in the bin and do mm. it, I'd do it, probably. <laughs> <laughs> 